Do not confuse this with treatment or mental health advice or direction. Nothing on this podcast is made to supplement or supersede the relationship and direction of your mental health caretakers. Although David Kozlowski is a licensed marriage and family therapist, he is not functioning as a certified mental health professional in this environment. But same applies to any professionals who may appear on the Light the Fight podcast. Hey everybody, welcome to a special edition of Light the Fight. And the reason why it's special is because we have a new studio. And we have a new platform program that we're going to be starting on August 15th, or the week of August 15th, that I want to talk to you guys about for just a few minutes so you're aware of the changes that are happening with Light the Fight. And all the cool stuff that I think uh, you may be interested in. So as always... This is Light the Fight. I'm your host, David Kozlowski. I have Heidi Swap with me, and um, not today she's not with me, but I have her as a premier guest on um, from August 15th, that week, moving forward in the future. If you guys are big fans of Heidi and have been missing her here on the podcast, trust me, I've been missing her too. Not Heidi's fault. Heidi is very, very busy. It's been very difficult with her schedule and everything going on, so I told her, Hey, Heidi, just come in and grace us with your presence. And whenever she's on the podcast, it's noticeably different. The conversations that she and I have are gold mines. I mean, she's a mom, I'm a therapist, and we have a very unique relationship. So if you've been with Light the Fight for a long time, you know Heidi and I have uh, a relationship through her son, Corey, who has passed away. And Corey's story uh, is what brought Heidi and I together. Um, it's something that uh, I'll never forget my whole entire life. It's, it's changed my, um, my career. It's changed my, the way I see things. It's also changed me as a person. And most importantly, it was what started and created this podcast in the beginning. So if you're new to Light the Fight, just let me share with you that um, you know, quite some time ago, uh, I was Heidi's son's therapist, her son, Corey. And when I was his therapist, we you know, got to know each other very well, we got very close and unfortunately, um, for some unforeseeable uh, reasons and events um, that took place, um, we lost Corey to suicide. And so that's how this all began. Years after his passing, Heidi and I had um, shared her story and, and our relationship and that connection that we had because we were two of the last people to see him before he was gone. And um, because of her husband and the family being out of town, uh, out of the country when it happened, she, myself, and uh, a couple of her younger kids were at the hospital together for quite some time alone. And so it's quite a bonding experience. Obviously, it was bonding through pain and through sorrow. But because of that, this podcast, um, like I said, we started doing things um, on the news locally, um, on a local radio show on ESPN. And then before you knew it, Heidi came to me one day and said, Dave, I think I'm ready to start this podcast. So back in 2000 seas 22 it's, we're on our fifth year now so do the math i think it was uh 2017 i believe we started this podcast and uh, for many years now we've been just talking about all the things that heidi wishes she would have known before also things she's learned since then and things that she's learned from talking to other people and and conversations she's had she'll bring those conversations to the podcast and then we talk about that we're still going to be doing that um, probably about once a month in the future. But like I said, with Heidi's schedule, we figured out a way that we could get you guys more content, more information, but also still be able to have that great conversation that many of you guys are used to that Heidi and I um, 
just have together because you know how it is when you have a, a special relationship with someone, those conversations are going to be different than any other conversation you have with any other human being. And so we've been recording those conversations between Heidi and I for quite some time, and we're going to continue to record those conversations. But starting the week of the 15th, um, I'm going to be dropping more of a serious, so the real, not real, but the regular Light the Fight podcast that you're used to here in Light the Fight. Um, we're going to be doing different things with regards to um, getting you guys involved in some of the questions and some of the information that I'm going to be talking about. And also, too, because I have a new studio, I want to encourage everyone to go to Light the Fight on YouTube. For a long time, we've had a YouTube channel. We used to post some of our episodes on there randomly, but it wasn't something that we're taking that serious. Uh, that's going to be changing from now on. So in order for us to get Light the Fight out there on YouTube, we've mostly been talking to people through Instagram and through direct messages and emails. But uh, to get this information out there to people and to talk to people and let people know... Um, but what we're doing, but also most importantly, just to help people out with the relationships with their loved ones, specifically children. So um, go to YouTube and uh, just put in the search, light the fight. You'll be able to find our channel. Just go ahead and hit the subscribe button. And after you subscribe, plan on getting uh, weekly episodes from light the fight on our YouTube channel. Now we will be doing the week, the episodes in the beginning of the week, launching them in the beginning of the week. But at the end of the week, the video episode will be up and available. If you'd like direct access to the video episode and want to see it quicker and right when it comes out, um, then you can uh, subscribe to our Patreon. Uh, if you're not familiar with Patreon, you just go to www.patreon. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com backslash light the fight. For $5 a month, uh, you get extra content on Patreon and you get to communicate more directly with myself and you know, ask me questions, just more involved with what we're doing here and also giving suggestions and ideas, which is how some of this information uh, was decided in me making these changes. I got a lot of feedback from people on the Patreon. I started to think, gosh, I should probably start doing the podcast a little bit more like the Patreon. So what I'm be doing, and because on the Patreon, because it's a private paywall, I feel more comfortable. I'm kind of more of myself, probably probably a lot more of what the people that have come to counsel me or come to, to me as their counselor throughout the years. You probably get a lot more of that version of me when uh, people have known me for you know a long period of time. We've we've talked about everything in, in our lives and and those conversations. I think you're going to come across more on the Patreon just because I feel more comfortable and more relaxed. However, later on the week on the regular um, Light the Fight um, channel, I'm going to be doing segments. So these segments can be things such as um, dad's do's and don'ts, mom's do's and don'ts, confession session. I found throughout the year while working with teens and young adults, we would do segments where we'd have a segment we talk about something, and that created a lot of great conversations and a lot of great information. So I'm going to be doing those segments on Wednesdays. We'll be posting um, you know, short clips of those segments on our Instagram and on our YouTube. So you can go uh, to Instagram, Light the Fight. If you don't follow us there, go follow us on, light, on uh, Instagram, and you'll be able to get to see short clips of the Wednesday segments because the Wednesday segments, in my opinion, um, I, I get to be a little bit more... Uh, uh, kind of like the Patreon, just a little bit more comical, um, closer to a relationship you would have with me if I was your therapist. I may not be, um, I'm definitely not what I think most people would think of as a therapist when they come in to see me, especially kids and teenagers. Um, they usually go, wow, you're not what I expected as a therapist. You don't look or act or behave like my other therapist. Uh, that may not always be the case, but I hear that a lot. And I think part of the reason why is, with kids especially, I'm just kind of like, 
that cool uncle that you can tell anything to. He won't tell your parents, so keep things confidential, but he'll give you some good information because he knows your parents well. He knows what it's like to be a teenager, a young person. And so that cool uncle, that cool auntie, if you got one of those out there, that's kind of what a lot of my clients get to know me as. So when I do these Wednesday segments, um, I think you're going to get to see a little bit more of that side of my personality. Because to be honest with you guys, when I'm talking on this podcast, part of the reason why we have a disclaimer on the podcast in the beginning, because I am a licensed mental health professional therapist. And so there's a lot of rules. There's a lot of regulations. There's a lot of things that I have to adhere to. And for good reason. You know, therapists, if they get too close to their clients, you know, sometimes therapists could take advantage of their clients or clients could take advantage of their therapist. They could, you know, ask money of them or loan each other money. There's a lot of weird stuff that could happen. So they have very strict rules with therapy. So as I've been doing the podcast and light the fight, I'm always very cautious to be like, hey, I'm giving suggestions. This is not therapy. We have the disclaimer in the very beginning. But on Wednesdays, I'm going to definitely be a little bit more like myself. So I think you're going to see a little bit more reason why a lot of families, a lot of teenagers, a lot of people have come to trust me because I'm really good at making fun of myself. Little self-deprecation to a lot of self-deprecation because the way I look at it, if making fun of myself, if making fun of my situation helps you better understand and um, that comic relief helps you kind of just ease the tension of what you're going through so that you can retain the information better so you can learn it better. And if you can laugh a little bit at the same time, I think that's going to stick with you longer. Um, in the support groups that I'd run for years and in many of my counseling sessions, we would have deep conversations. And in the middle of the deep conversation, Either the kid, one of the parents, or myself would just crack a perfectly timed joke, something that was funny, something that was totally off the cuff, totally organic. Everybody busts up and laughs. Now, everyone still has tears coming down their face because they're talking about something really serious, but that laughter at that right moment is such an amazing medicine. So I look forward to sharing our segments with you guys on Wednesdays. Hopefully you guys get a good laugh out of it. Uh, my intention is not to offend anyone, but my intention is definitely poke a little bit because when I'm working with parents, sometimes I got to poke at them a little bit to get their attention to let them know saying, hey, you can step your game up. We can all be better. So that's what I want you guys to look forward uh, or that's what you guys have to look forward to on Light the Fight starting the week of August 15th. Uh, but for now, you can go to the YouTube channel, subscribe, subscribe to I, um, Instagram, and check out our Patreon if that sounds like of something of interest to you. So for today's segment, or not segment, today's episode, we're not doing the segments yet, got to remember that. For today's episode, I'm going to give you guys some back-to-school statements. If you're a long-time listener, uh, <clears throat> man, where's my water? Anyways, if you're a long-time listener here on the podcast, you know the foundational tool in communication that I teach everyone that comes up in many of our discussions here on Light the Fight is statements versus questions, or at least that's what I branded it. That's what I call it. And how the statements versus questions work, if you're not familiar with that, go back and listen to some of our earlier episodes about statements versus questions. And when you listen to that ep earlier episode, I think I've done three or four episodes on it, you're going to find out very simple that statements are best to lead a conversation with. Questions are not best to lead a conversation with. Once you make the right statements and get good at making statements, you'll find the person that you're trying to communicate with is less guarded, less um, uh, fearful. Um, they're, they're not assuming the worst case scenario. They're not wondering why you're asking them a bunch of questions. They actually know why you're addressing them. They know why you're talking to them. And they know it because you've made it clear in your statement. It could sound like this. Hey, I'd really like to talk to you about how your day at school went. I'm not sure if you want to talk about it now, if you're tired, hungry, and if you're in the mood or not. But at some point today before dinner, I would really like to talk to you about that. 
Very simple. Very direct. You know why your parent, if you're a teenager, if your parent's saying that to you, you know why they're talking to you. Now, if you came home and your parent was like, hey, what happened to school today? And gives you a very suspicious look on their face. Now you're left with a lot of what ifs and maybes. That's not what we want. So before you go back to school, I'm going to give you guys a few scenarios and a few statements to give you some ideas how you can address, how you can use these back-to-school statements to support your kids, help them deal with any stress or anxiety or worries that they have about going back to school. doesn't matter what their age is. These statements and these types of statements will be effective in you getting them to talk, feel comfortable. Instead of it turning into you asking them questions to try to help them, they get defensive, they get angry, they, you know, they, they push you away, and then it can become contentious, awkward, and sometimes it can turn out to flat out fights and problems and arguments. So some of the statements I suggest, I'll give you a couple scenarios. One scenario is if you're doing back-to-school shopping. Now, some people get in fights and arguments with their kids about back-to-school shopping, especially when the teenager or when they become a teenager and they want to wear clothes that the parents do not want them to wear clothes. If their fashion style or if their, fa- if their fashion style is something that you hate or if it's something that you don't hate but you just tend to want them to lean towards one way or another, I've got some great statements for you. The very first statement could start before you even go shopping. Say, hey, listen, I know in the past we've had arguments and we've had confrontations when we've been shopping. I don't want this to happen again this year. I want us to have a good time. I want us to enjoy it. So let's have some rules before we go out shopping, some things we can agree on ahead of time. Now, those rules can't just be all yours if, if you're the parent bringing this up. The rule could be simply like, all right, if I don't like something, instead of saying, uh, I, you know, how about this one over here? You could say something like this. The rule is if I don't like something, I'll just say, listen, if that's something that you like, then then I like it too. Instead of, oh, I don't like that. That doesn't look good. If you say, hey, if that's something that you like and you really want, then I like it too. That's your way of telling your kid, and you can tell them this. That's my way of saying it's like, that's not really what I would choose for you, but I'm not going to be against it. That little thing at that moment where, hey, what do you think of this, mom? Or what do you think of this, dad? It's like, uh, it just doesn't really look that good. Or are you sure you want to do this? Don't you think if you wear something like that, kids are going to think this, people are going to think that. That's too much information. Just simply say, if I'm not really vibing it, if I don't really think that's your style, just say, hey, if you like it, you know, I, I mean, it's, it's not something I'd pick, but, you know, if, if you like it, then I support it. That's really important to say. Now, Let's use a scenario. I'm sure some of you parents are sitting here thinking, going, well, what if I really hate it? It's inappropriate and I don't want them to like it at all. I tell parents to give your kids one get out of jail free card, one pass, and also one hard stop. So tell them before ahead of time, say, listen, if there's something that I think is completely out of question and there's no way I think it'd be appropriate for you to wear that, I will tell you, say, I think that outfit or that top or that whatever it is, that might be a hard stop for me. That looks like a hard stop for me. So you're kind of giving them a hint that's like, listen, like don't really push this one hard because that one's more of a hard stop category. So you could say, oh, that belly shirt, that's more of a hard stop. Oh, this one, that's more of a hard stop. But you can't do that with everything. You got to do it with the things like, whoa, 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 that's a little too extreme. Now with a pass, your kids can say, hey, uh, can I, you think I could get a pass on this one? Meaning like, do I get to choose what I want on this one? So if you go into this to be very clear, say, why don't we give each other some rules? 
let's do, if there's something that's completely out of the question, I'll say, uh, that's kind of a hard stop category. So we're not really negotiating about that one. If you bring it to me and you say, mom, dad, could you please, can I get a pass on this one? That's one where you as the teenagers, the kids like, it's kind of on the borderline. It's not obviously inappropriate. It's not obviously too crazy for your parents. It's not like, you know, I, I want to get some crazy ear piercing or some crazy mohawk haircut. You just tell your parents like, so if I say, can I get a pass on this one? Is that something that I think basically as a kid, you'd be, you'd be thinking, I think this might be something my parents might not want me to wear, but I don't think they would hate it. Just kind of on that borderline. So you can ask for a pass. Your parents can say, this is more of a hard stop. If you have an idea, what's something that your parents would be able to give you a pass on? What's something that your parents are hard stop on? Then very quickly, you'll be able to find a middle ground between your parents paying for the clothes and they feel like the clothes they're paying for are clothes that they're not embarrassed of or clothes that they don't feel is going to cause resentment or anger in your relationship. And you get to feel like you can still shop with your parents without it being embarrassing, frustrating, and turning into a fight. So that's a back-to-school statement that you can use with your kids. Now, with regards to your kids' stress and, stress and anxiety, that's something where doesn't matter how old they are, you can make some very important statements to help them deal with back to stress, school, and anxiety. The reason why I want you to make statements with these situations is because I don't want you to ask a bunch of questions. All you parents out there that have heard about my statements versus questions that are listening to this right now, when you lead with questions to try to understand what's going on with your kid, their stress, their anxiety, their worries, what have you, you take a big risk of that going very badly. And if you know this to be true, meaning you know that leading with statements is better, leading with questions is bad, and you still do it anyways, it usually means you're just being lazy. And let's face it, we can all be lazy at times. Even if we're a good parent, we can still be lazy at times. We may not want to cook a healthy dinner. We may not want to use a statement because we're like, we're tired and we shouldn't have to use statements. Please, you guys, use statements. If you want to help your kids, it sounds something like this. Hey, it seems to me like you kind of been a little quiet lately. I'm getting the feeling like you might be a little nervous about going back to school. Um, I know you're starting middle school. I know it's a lot bigger of a school. Um, I just want to let you know if you need help with anything or if you have any questions, I'm here for you. Or if you just want to vent and talk about your fears and worries and anxieties, I can just listen. That's a great statement to say. Another good statement to say is like, hey, I don't know about you, but I'm a little nervous about you going back to school for this one or two reasons. I don't want to cause you to be nervous. I'm not trying to make you nervous, but I just want to let you know if I'm acting a little weird about this one class or about this situation, or if I'm acting like really obsessive or con controlling about having things perfect, it's because I think I'm nervous and I'm a little worried about you going back to school. I just want you to have a, to have a good start at school. I just want things to go well. It's okay, guys, for you to tell your kids that you're nervous, you're anxious, and worried. You just have to preface it with, hey, listen, I'm not trying to make you nervous, anxious, and worried. I'm just letting you know what I'm nervous, anxious, and worried about so that you don't get this weird bad vibe from me that I'm mad at you or something's wrong or that I think you're going to have a bad year. You guys, I can't tell you how many times these miscommunications happen because on the outside, the parent looks pissed off, angry, and upset. On the outside, the teenager could like, look like they don't care, look like um, they're super stressed or worried. However, they may not be worried about the things the parent thinks they're worried. 
And the parent may not be angry or stressed out at the teenager. They may just be angry. They may just be stressed and worried about them going back to school. So those are some statements you can make about that. Now, another statement you can make in regards to the grades, if you're worried and scared that your kids are going to have bad grades this year, you can definitely go to my Parenting Partnership and uh, purchase for $99 the Parenting Partnership e-course, if you like. If that's not something that you want to do, go back and listen to the podcast I've done already about the Parenting Partnership e-course. This is something to help you start the school off on a right on the right note, meaning you need to have an agreement with your kids that has some realistic expectations for some basic things for them to do throughout the week. And if they do those things throughout the week, then they will be able to be successful at the end of the quarter. Everyone knows if you let missing assignments and all those different types of things go to the very end, then you're going to be in big trouble because it's hard to make up 30, 40 missing assignments with a couple days left in the quarter. So starting off with some sort of agreement, some something, I suggest my parenting partnership agreement because it's been evolving and being perfected for the past 20 years. But if you just want to have an agreement with them to get good grades, to do something super basic, then I suggest you tell them up front, I believe in you. I'm confident that you can do better than you did last time. You're going to learn from your mistakes and I'm not going to baby you throughout the process. These are powerful statements that you can make that you're not just a parent, you're a coach, you're a cheerleader, you're on their side. That way when they screw up, if they screw up, And if they have these mistakes that they had in the past, you can say, hey, listen, it's not because I doubted you. It's not because I told you you're going to screw up again. I've been hyping you up and I've been your go-to person supporting you the whole entire time, but you've got to come to me and ask for help. Most of our kids, when they don't ask for help with their grades, what have you, they're ashamed, they're scared, they're nervous. They need to get better at talking about things that make them feel uncomfortable. They're not going to talk about things that make them feel uncomfortable if they feel that you can't handle hearing whatever it is that makes them feel uncomfortable. So those are the statements, suggestions I have for you guys this week. Please go follow us on Instagram, follow us on YouTube, get ready for all the new stuff that's going to be coming at you through Light the Fight. I'm really looking forward to it. I'm excited to hear you guys' feedback. And as always, thank you very much for helping us to light the fight.